Alright, hello everybody, and welcome back to another <laughs> wonderful edition of Filter No, Tower. cut this out. Cut this out. Jesus oh no, Christ. it's saying it now. Oh, it isn't? Is it? Is it's, that how this shit works? Yes, we're... <laughs> we've already started our half-assedness, so... Half-assedness? You want to try the word No, again? no, no. It's half-assedness. No, 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 show, no, show no, no. Well, whatever, though. What are we talking about now, Sweeto? Nathaniel Shoemaker. We will be talking know. about, I believe it's a 19, is it 1998 or 88? I started, no, a 1986, that's right. So we'll be talking about the 1986 film Critters, uh, Critters which was basically the response to Gremlins if it had it's been a, rated R. It's a poor man's Gremlins, but that's yeah. not a bad thing. I mean, it is PG-13. It is PG-13. I don't know how, but. Yeah, I don't know. This how wasn't as gory though, as as the later sequels. Which dude gets his fingers cut, eaten off. Yeah, but um, this does have the. We'll start off right away. Scott Grimes. Mm -hmm. Before we get to the really good, really good guy, not that Scott Grimes isn't. So a lot of you will actually know Scott Grimes if you look behind the scene. Uh, more prominently right now, you will guys will know him from the Orville. Mm-hmm. He's the pilot. Um. Yeah. So he uh he how, how plays. How old is he in this movie? He's like eleven. No, I think he was. Uh, well, he might have been eighty-six. He was born in ninety-one. So. Why, I'm sorry. You want to try again? How would that work? It came out in eighty-six, and he was born in ninety-one. Did I say ninety-one? I meant seventy-one. Sorry. Oh, okay. So he would be fourth. 15? 15? I thought he was like 14 or I thought he was like 14. But let me let me double check here if I do my math, we can he estimate was, he'd be about like 14 or 15, yeah. For he this was movie. born in 91. Are you okay? No, <laughs> never okay. If you're asking, then probably not. But Scott Grimes, uh, you'll know him from the Orville. Band of uh, Brothers. Otherwise was he in Band of Brothers? Yeah. He's Malark. Oh yeah, that's right. There it is. Private ER Bull, Robin Hood. <laughs> I um, love that joke. I was also going to say, though, too, that you guys will also probably know him better for you who are into voice acting. You'll know him as the voice of Steve Smith in American Dad. That's right. And this man has a wonderful singing voice. He can he can belt some pipes, yep. Yeah, like, That's it, not a phrase. there was Comic-Con, if you guys watched American Dad, as weird as the song is going to sound, Daddy's Gone. Yeah, he, he sung that. And then he also did, like, a classic song. That he sung in one random one in the Orville too. This man has pipes. Like, I can see why Seth MacFarlane works with what him. What was his? What's my? I'm trying to think of my like favorite out of context scene from the Orville. It's when he's. It's when he's in the hollow deck pretending to be a guard. Why is he pretending to be a guard? Like um, he's a samurai guard. Oh, he was training. Oh, for what exactly? Uh, just with his fight skills with that one alien race. Uh -huh. He plays Gordon Malloy, the helmsman. That's right. Yeah, and the first time you see him, isn't he drinking while flying a ship because he wants to be loose for the new crew that he meets? Yes. <laughs> and, I, and I do like that the Orville ended up becoming a much more serious show. 
Yeah. Like like uh, Seth MacFarlane intended. Um, another cool appearance in here is also Lynn Shea, who played Sally. Uh, yeah. This was back when she was just making uh, little cameos, so that was very fun. She looked great. Um, to see. She also made an appearance in Nightmare on Elm Street as the teacher when Nancy's having her nightmare. That's right. By the way, so there is also that. I love Lynn Shea. She seems like she'd be an awesome person. And then we also did a movie review with her from 2020 with Tobin Bell, The Call, earlier this year, I believe. Yeah. And it and looks Tobin like... Bell, power couple. And it looks like they've officially come up with a Chapter 5, um, and it'll be a low-budget spinoff uh, oh. called the Insi- called Insidious The Dark Realm. Oh, yeah, because she's in, like... Isn't she in all of the Insidious? I... Yep. Start that again. Okay, so, yeah. if that is real, then that will be another movie that she'll be in. She's been predominant, predominantly in horror films, so that'll be interesting. I like it. Um... So yeah, she's in there. Um, and then we also have Billy Zane. Yes, which I'll let you take over that. Hot one. guy from Titanic, dude is a treasure. Well, not hot guy, the asshole from Titanic. He's the he's the girl that um the guy. He's the, yes, he's the guy the main girl is engaged to before she falls in love for the poor guy who she lets die because there's not enough room on the door. Bullshit. But there's there's plenty of fucking room. Should have made that that door a now, little bit smaller, Cameron. Now. If they were saving dogs and there wasn't enough room for Jack then, I'd understand. But that was that except. But anyway, um, yeah, he he's in that. What else is he? Oh yeah, he played um, for a smaller role for him. He played P.T. Barnum in The Legends of Tomorrow. You also he was also in The Phantom. Yep. Phantom. Dead Calm, Tombstone, mm-hmm. Back to the Future. Yep. I forget who he was in Back to the Future though. He, he's weird in this movie because he plays the boyfriend, Steve. And I'll say right off the bat why I think his character is weird. Because he decides to convey, convey, I think, shock in a very strange way. Because he reaches and a critter bites off his fingers and he laughs a bit in shock. Which people in shock do. It just came off strange to me. Yeah, I mean... It wasn't a scream, you know? Not everybody screams. I mean, it probably was... No, I know. I, I've noticed, too, like, if I'm uncomfortable, it's probably an uncomfort thing when he laughed and went into shock that he was like, that's not actually happening. Right. Well, how could like, this be happening to me? I'm the hot guy from the high school with the cool right. car. Um, it's... You're also forgetting another good movie that he's in, though. I don't think you said. What, what, what movie is that? Demon Knight. Tales from the Crypt. Oh, Oh, yeah, he plays the demon. Yeah. Fuck this cowboy shit! <laughs> and he summons all those little demon childrens. I now hereby have this place condemned. Yep. Anyways, who else is in this one? Um, I think that's all that's really going to be like a noticeable cast. I recognize the sheriff, but that's only because... um. It's a yearly tradition for my family to watch Christmas of Christmas with the Cranks. Uh, yes, because it's bad. Don't worry. Um, and he plays the old man in it. I don't even see the sheriff listed on here. Maybe that's just me. Anyways. Terrence Mann. Why do I feel like he's in something as well? Yeah, I recognize the dad from something. I just can't put my finger on it right now. Maybe he just has one of those faces. Big Top Pee Wee. 
Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what. Anyways, um, you want to give the setup? Yeah. So I mean, I'm trying to also kind of remember how this starts because I watched the sequel as well. Uh, um, yeah. this is also on HBO Max, by the way, for any of you guys for free right it's, now. Also, How- keep in mind it is weird because Critters one, three, and four. Yeah, that's what I was gonna are say. On HBO Max. Two is not. Two is not, and neither is the fifth one. Critters well, attack. Well, yeah, but I would give it a pass for not being on there if they at least had the first four. Yeah, I don't get why they call it the Critters Collection then don't have it, but it's the same. It's kind of weird because uh, we were thinking about eventually doing a review on phantasm i think as well yeah sometime and that every time there's a sale with phantasm they always leave out it they always leave out too it's something and, and that's kind of the same with evil dead i think what 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 ended up happening is i think two got what a lot of these movie sequels did in the 80s because like evil dead did not have the same studio which is why mm. bruce campbell had to explain uh people are like did he in the flashback scene, they got a different cast because yeah. different company, and they were like, "Did you bring a whole bunch of other people up there?" It's like, no, just just uh, just changed it. Studio, um, I but found, I think that's what happened. I found it weird. Oh no, no, it's not weird. Fun fact about the Critters franchise, at least my funnest fact: um, the third one is uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's film first debut. film debut, and. An even funner fact than that, if you bring it up to him, he will ignore you. <laughs> Why do actors not want to talk about their first roles? Because <laughs> they've grown since then. But I know, for, but like, For DiCaprio, on. it's an ego thing. Yeah, yeah if you guys... Oh, I, I kind of am glad we haven't done video yet, because if you guys were to see my face, you would have saw how much... Uh, we'll do video soon, and everyone will see your lovely mug. They'll see the way I smile at certain things because they'll know what I'm thinking. (laughs) But for DiCaprio, it's because he thinks he's king of the world. That's because he he yelled it in a movie. (laughs) Well, and yeah, I'm going to say he's not as good of an actor as everybody gives him credit for. (gasps) Blasphemy, Noah. He's a treasure. He's overrated. Because he talked about global warming when he got a statue. (laughs) Yes, the man who didn't donate to COVID or donate... (laughs) <laughs> to uh, climate change, but was begging everybody else to do it. Yeah. To our public knowledge. So. Listen, I'm not going to donate to climate change. I need to save up for that boat. But you yeah. should. Guys, remember, <laughs> uh, if you become a very big actor, <laughs> bitch everybody out about how they're not donating and then and go then buy one of the donate. most... Yeah, buy one of the biggest boats in the world so you can go sailing during a pandemic. Because that's how you do it. It's not the same... It's not the same at all as uh, the people. The reason people gave slack to Tom Hanks. Do you remember this? No, but I really didn't want to pay attention to Tom Hanks during the pandemic, to be completely honest. No, it was pre-pandemic. It was pre-pandemic. I don't know. To be honest, I don't pay attention to the Hanks, to be honest. I think you'll cause... agree, though, about this, though. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about his son. Fuck his, fuck his one son. His other son is cool. Colin's Colin, cool. Colin is Colin's cool. Yeah. His tattoo, son, tattoo I... egotist. No, but um, no. no, I'm talking about uh, how, which I'm sorry. How can you say don't? How can you say COVID's not real when your parents are one of the first people to have it? Fuck off. Um, no, I'm talking about how uh, the news gave him a lot of shit. Tom Hanks a lot of shit because he went up to a Girl Scout and bought two boxes of cookies. They're giving him shit. They gave him shit for that for a while. 
Oh, yeah, that was the bullshit. Yeah, I'm sorry. No. Just because you're he rich doesn't, doesn't mean you need to spend gobs of money on everyone you see. Yeah, that girl has just already had her dream made because she got to meet Woody. Exactly. Like, you know, you don't need to... It's not required of you to spend more of your money because you have more. And I'll guarantee you what he was like is, Oh, that's nice, a Girl Scout. And I get to buy cookies. Exactly. And we're not going to say any more because if you guys want to watch uh, something of what I really think of all the celebrities in Hollywood, you can go feel free. I know this will come back to haunt me, but go feel because free. you're trying to actively be a part of the institution that you constantly chastise. Maybe. Maybe uh, Ricky. <laughs> how come I can never pronounce his last name? Ricky. Tozier? No. That's Richie. Ricky. <laughs> I know. I'm messing with you. I don't know. From the, U- for the UK office. Ricky Gervais. Yeah, Ricky Gervais. Go watch his uh, his Oscars, his final Oscar <laughs> thing. It's not Oscar, it's Emmys. Oh, Emmy. Remember the thing. <laughs> anyway. They, they both don't have black people, so it's okay. <laughs> They're you all could, the same. You could, if you say that, you could literally say that about any award show, though. You say that about Grammys, Emmys, Golden Globes. Yeah, exactly. They're all the same. They're just filled with a bunch of old white men. Old white men who are like... Come on, doll, dance for me. That and uh, superhero movies are despicable. See, if I ever have a condom company, our commercials are not going to be sexual at all. It's going to be like, look at how durable our condom is. And someone's going to put it on their arm and be like, Thank ah! God, that would be an improvement <laughs> over Trojan Man. It would be so freaking funny. Now, Just put it over their face. <laughs> now, we want to make sure, guys, that we do know we're getting off topic. Yeah. But it is only because we this look, movie is Great. almost as bad. <laughs> it's almost as bad as Leprechaun. Although, I do have to give Critters the benefit of the doubt. Like we said... Um, it is a, uh, basically, it is a ripoff of a more extreme version of Critters, which I respect. This what? is one of the many, many ripoffs. You want to try that again? Critters was a ripoff, more extreme version of Critters. Is oh, I mean, it's a said. more extreme version of Gremlins. <laughs> Shit. If I'm not here to Sorry. correct you, who will? <laughs> yes, Critters is a more extreme ripoff version of Gremlins, which I do respect, because it did have heart in it, and it is just another cheesy oh. creature. F- I I, I watched so. the the first three minutes of this movie melted my damn brain because it starts off with this well, also space, space bounty hunters. Well, yeah, spoilers for critters, but um, it is starting in five, four, three, two. Here we are. Um, it starts off with a space prison in a meteor because we need the critters to get there somehow. <laughs> so. And they're like, there should be uh, ten of them on board. There's only eight. We had to kill them for uh, because of food shortages. And I'm like, what the hell does this have to do with anything? Yeah. Which, officially, in this, they're called crites. Right. But one guy calls it, hears it and calls them critters. And that's why they're critters. But they're basically these little... Um, here's how my mom describes critters. Imagine if um, Tribbles were from hell. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, shout out, mom. You're the best. Anyways, um, so yeah, they're they're these little ball creatures. They roll around. They they nibble at your ankles. They grow the more they eat, which is terrifying because one gets pretty decent size near the end. Yeah, and 
Some of the shit these things can do, even they in the shoot, sequels. They shoot darts out of yeah, their hair. Kind of, they're basically terrifying. porcupines. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, like gremlin porcupines. Not a lot of people know porcupines actually shoot their needles out. Yes, they will shoot their quills. Which, fuck that. <laughs> Unlike hedgehogs. I don't think hedgehogs can do it, but they can stab you and let go of them. Nah, I'm good. This is why I don't do nature, man. <laughs> I'm good. Hedgehogs are cute little creatures still. When they're on their bellies and they aren't intimidated by you. But yeah, porcupines, if you even get in a vicinity of them, they will probably shoot you. Chris Rock so. refers to a porcupine as a mis- as one of God's mistakes. Yeah, porcupines are <laughs> aggressive as fuck. Can't eat it, can't pet it. <laughs> For those of you who have got the pleasure before they destroyed it, yes, I am talking about something that will involve <gasps> religion. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll leave. I'll leave. I'm unbiased. But, no, for those of you who got to watch Veggie Tales, uh, I think yeah. it was the Tale of Jonah one, that they, uh, they're singing a song and then a porcupine shoots one of its quills into the tire. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. Porcupines are, uh, they're porky and piney. And they, they don't like people. And I don't know how to spell porcupine. I think this is a great Where's time. Where's a por- porcupine? 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 Porcupine. Alright, let's continue. (laughs) This is a great time for me to announce my retirement from Bone Red Tower. It's been a great run. Good night, everybody. They're cute little rodents with deadly spiky rats. They're mammals. They do fall under the rodent family, though. They do. I didn't know. Okay. Because of their teeth as well. In any case, uh, uh, critters. Gremlins. Critters. Goddammit. Yeah, they're... They're aliens, and they steal a spaceship and fly to Earth, and they send some shape-shifting bounty hunters after us, or after them, and they change their faces to look like humans. And my, I, I don't even think the main guy who looks like super handsome discount David Bowie is my favorite. That's right! Yeah! Because mm-hmm. that, isn't that who they were watching? No, they were watching a... Because they couldn't afford to have David Bowie in the movie, so they were watching a guy called like a, Johnny Steele. Yeah, I was like, and that's like... And he was doing that same kind of punk rocker, like, hair with the glove and the nails style, you know. The, it, hair metal, you know? Right. That kind of thing. Which, if you want any, if you want to listen to some hair metal, watch any of the Friday the 13th movies. <laughs> Especially the later ones. Man, Jason... Five, six. Yeah, Jason Takes Manhattan... Loads of hair metal for no reason. For no, they're on a boat, and a student is playing hair metal in the freaking bowels of the ship. What the hell? Yeah, the director apologized for that movie, which is uh, like That's Batman, fair. Batman and Robin. The director apologized say, for that too. I will say there are th- some forgivable things for about Jason Takes Manhattan, even though it's out of character. I find it funny when he pulls the mask off and scares the punks. Um, and I like the bit where the boxing dude gets his head freaking punched off of his shoulders. But in any case, um, yeah, he turns into this rocker dude, but I think my favorite of the bounty hunters is not him. It's the guy who can't decide who he wants to look like, so he keeps changing his face, which just means more actors had to be fitted for that dang weird outfit. (laughs) Yeah, which I could only imagine, and they were probably That's like... That's gotta be hell on the costume department, but, man, it looked fun for the actors. Because <laughs> the actors were just like, eh, okay. Cool. 
because he turns into the dead cop, so he's got like a pale face, and then he turns into the priest, and then he turns into Charlie, which Charlie is an enigma of a character in and of itself, I think. Yeah. He, he's the town drunk who's crazy. <laughs> Charlie was, uh, he was an interesting character. He was different. Um, that's what your parents talk about people who, they don't want to answer any of your questions because they don't want to be good parents. They just say someone's different. Spoiler alert. <laughs> It's more offensive than just saying that basically they they have a disability. Exactly. As, as someone who has a brother with disability, I agree with that. But in any case, um, they uh, they end up finding out that they're going to Earth, so they look up history of it, and the one guy changes his face. And we meet we meet our family, the main family. They're a farm farming family. What are the family members' names, since you're looking at the thing? Um, let's see. Sorry, I was also thinking about porcupines. No, sweetie. 2021. Sorry, I was also thinking about porcupines. Alright, we got Johnny Steele! Brad, or wait, wait, wait. No, I'm talking about the family. That's right, sorry. Brad Brown, Helen Brown, April Brown, and... Wait, who, who played the dad, though? Where's that? Look up... Don't do it on Google. Look it up on I Am Die By. All right. Careful there, Jenny. I Am Die By. I'm not Forrest Gump. What the hell? <laughs> I love you, Jenny. Um... Jay Brown was played by Billy Greenbush. There you go. He was in The Hitcher as well. That's what I recognize. Thank you. That's what I recognize. Which had Rucker Hauer. Yes. Rest in peace. Which, um, interesting. If you're from a country like England, you might pronounce his name Rutger Hauer. Whereas we just call him Rutger Hauer. <laughs> which sounds a lot more boring. <laughs> I am... I looked up as well uh, on IMDb M. Emmett Walsh. Uh, mm-hmm. feel free to look up what first comes up on his page on IMDb. Oh, no. I'm not going to say it, but oh, no. what the fuck? So Is it like a adult film? I'll look it up myself. You can look it up and see how you... As long as my reaction is recording. But, continue. Oh yeah, that's the guy who was from Christmas with the Cranks. I think I might have seen his IMDb. Yeah, it was a little... <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's a thing. Yeah. Anyway. um, It's a nice farm family, you know. Brothers uh, running a thermometer under hot water trying to make himself seem acidic. Which is a smart move, but hilarious because that never works. <laughs> If you want to know how to be, uh, if you want to know how to, uh, make your parents think you're sick, put a hot towel around your head. That's an old school 70s trick, trick straight from the guy who didn't live in the era. You're welcome. Um, he's, his sister is trying to get into the bathroom because, um, she wants to look good because she's got a new boyfriend. Because it's always about the boyfriend. Because yes. she was, she lost interest in the last guy who was a hog farmer, which ironically is what her dad is. 
So, <laughs> which I, I I do love that trend in the eighties of how it's always the a girl will always marry a man like her father. Yeah. And I'm like, can we stop doing that trend? Because sometimes you guys come up with some pretty dark shit. Yeah. What like how that's the reasons some girls marry like guys who they need to seek approval from. Where you people you don't need to seek approval from anyone. They will give it, and if they don't, fuck them. <laughs> Pretty not, much. Not fuck them. God damn it. <laughs> like screw them. No, not Noah. Stop me. <laughs> Continue on. Anyways, with your other so speech. They, they um. The, oh yeah, that's the that's the subplot of this movie that explains the dad's wardrobe. Um, he's getting ready for tonight's bowling championship. Cause small town America. What else do they got going on? <laughs> Yeah, this uh, and I, and I kind of do love how they kept this too, like within the the whole um, what is it, the whole uh, small town and whatnot. Yeah, it's not it, it, making it contained usually helps a plot. You know, like if you make right. it span across the country, it's like bleh. That's why I don't think the stuff was as received as well in, in its time. Yeah, um, I kind of do like these small town settings, though, for these types of movies. It yeah, does, for this, the blob. It really does keep it much more contained, and it keeps the primary focus. Mm-hmm. And and um, the carnage count feels more effective. You know what's a good movie with a small, horror movie with a small town uh, premise? Check out Eight-Legged Freaks. <laughs> now that... That's a movie. That is a movie. Young Scarlett Johansson, David oh, Arquette. Oh, right. And then Dewey. Yep. Guy who plays Dewey. Yep, that's David Arquette. That's right. <laughs> As starring in his own documentary, My Name is David Arquette. <laughs> Which is, I don't know, I mean, good good on you, Borowski. Yeah, good for you, man. Anyways, uh... He's not able... His mom is smarter than that. The son isn't able to fake his way out of school. He has a test that day. Of course he wants to fake his way out, because kids don't think, hey, <laughs> they still make you take the test, if you, even if you're not there the day it happens. You still have to do the test. Well, even if it's just to buy time, that's still better. Exactly. Oh, yeah, because I never thought of that. They buy time to, like, study. See, you know I never thought of that? I never studied. I never studied anything. I had to be average all throughout high school. Fair enough. If I studied, I actually did worse. Did worse? Yeah, I did too. Because I was overstressed with it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I overthought it, and I was like, no, wait a minute, maybe it did. Yeah. No, studying did not help me at all. Yeah, although they tried to force me to study, and they're like, it'll do stuff for you, and I'm like, no, No. but you know. You know what makes me Obviously, you know better than who I am. Exactly. You know what makes me learn sleeping in your class and listening to you talk? (laughs) Sometimes it did feel that way for some classes. It's meditative. I mean, and we're not advising any children do anything. No, like that, no, clearly not. But we're just saying that's how our high school experiences went. Yeah, this is a very small cosmos of experiences. I'm sure our experiences were very different from everyone else's. And who knows? Maybe you guys are just goody two shoes who can't not, you know, get an A average. Or maybe you guys aren't dumbasses, but that's okay. Yeah. In my school, if you got an A, all A average on your report. If you were a straight-A student, you got to go to Golden Corral for half the day. (laughs) Whereas if you were a B student, 
in the morning during assembly, you got a free donut. That's very night and day know, for being that far up. Very night and day. It's literally percentages. Like I always had B plus, but because I didn't have all A's, I only got a dang donut. Although to be fair, I'd probably be a lot fatter if I kept getting A's. Because now that I do think about it, all the all the all you the smart kids in my school, you would have got pretty sick too. Yeah, because they did not protect their food. No. Which is why they're, why they're really not, not open. Business. Yeah. Little kids. Yeah. Because it just sits there. But anyways, uh, th- there's an amusing moment when the boyf- the new boyfriend, Steve, comes over because he's got a nice, fast car. And the dad makes the comment of, couldn't haul much hay in this. It's like, well, yeah, that's not what it's for. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of scenes involving shots under tables. Which I like, because the subtlety of what some members of the audience, or some members of the cast don't know what's happening. Because, like, the siblings are kicking each other's legs under the table, and then during the dinner scene, the girl is grabbing her boyfriend's thigh, to which I'm like, Jesus! (laughs) I was clutching my dang pearls while watching that. Yeah. I was like, your parents are right there. You're risking an awful lot. I mean, for some people, that really is their thing, though. I know the thrill that you might get caught. It's the thrill of getting caught. It excites people. It's I it's, never a, it's a that. it's a it's <laughs> a. Well, you have a reason why that yeah. would not work for you. Yeah, a very reason that I won't go into. Listen to a different episode. I'm sure, I talk about it. I mean, we can, we can have you, we can put you in the corner if you want. In the corner? In the corner, yeah, and make you, uh, <clears throat> we can make you do study time. Think about your actions. Anyway. Oh, no, you don't get, you don't get to do that. We That's, just, I thought, just... any time anyone said study time. No, okay. Um, so, the brother gets grounded because, um, they think he... Uh, hit the girl, hit, hit his sister with the slingshot when it was actually Charlie, the farmhand who's an alcoholic, who believes in conspiracy theories. He thinks uh, aliens are sending messages via his teeth, but that's because he drinks a lot. It's the goddamn aliens, I tell you! You can hear them through my teeth. Do you hear that? Yes, the radio over here. I love the subtle jokes in this movie because <laughs> they really don't like push them hard enough that you notice them. You know what I mean? You have to, like, sit there and actually pay attention. So, yeah. He's all... Yeah, he's nuts. And there's an important bit that he points out, which is he could have gone pro in baseball. Which comes up at the end of the film. Yeah, I don't... Mm Mm-hmm. Go on. I just... I've never gotten that with the movies. What, foreshadowing? No, like, 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 why every horror film is like, well, I could have gone pro in this and that. Because macho guys say bullshit. I just, it's so, it was so overused. It was like in everything. Well, they're trying to make uh, some guys probably identify with a particular character. So they're having them say shit that they say on a semi-regular basis. It's kind of like how in The Blob there's that one guy who's like, I'm going out to the to the uh, cabin this weekend to drink with the boys and get away from our wives. Because 
That was apparently a lot. Apparently a lot of guys were unhappy, I guess. Fair enough. Which I'm like, well, then why did you get married? But whatever. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. In any case, I say that a lot. Every The, the film nerds are drinking guy game anytime nathaniel says in any case take a shot please um <laughs> you'd be sloshed as the term goes um but we meet a lot of characters when charlie is uh when we first meet charlie and he's leaving the police station because we got the the two cops in this town take shifts between the night shift and the day shift which happens in small towns Say that again, I'm sorry. You're good. Uh, you okay? Yeah, I was looking at some facts. Oh, okay. If you want to indulge them, feel free. But, um, the two cops in the small town take turns. One one does night shift, one does day shift. Yeah, that's, that's gotta be fun. a fun, fun and a half when stuff like this happens. I've always kind of liked that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, ca- <laughs> the cops really just don't give a shit, and then yeah. when something bad happens, they're like, well, what do we do? Yeah, exactly. So well, it wasn't Leprechaun. Yeah. Yeah. But go ahead, though. You had facts? No, I'm looking at more and seeing which ones are the most interesting, because there's a couple I've been looking at. Lin, Lin Shay is the dispatcher, with the hair and the reading of... Uh, That's who she wasn't here. That's right. And she's reading conspiracy theories, which I like that for her character. She's like, apparently there's an alien ship that landed and turned people into jello. And he goes... He, like, asks what's happening, and that was her response. And he goes, no, 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 I meant here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, nothing. (laughs) You get the the sense that this is a very, like... Like, because when when he asks anything I need to look out for tonight, the thing she says the most is that the big bowling tournament is tonight. Where, whereas... if, if that's how small your town is, that that's the thing everyone's going to Crazy, yeah. Small town, indeed. I mean, and I, and I, and I, I do kind of find that funny, because, I mean, I remember when I lived in a small town. Granted, I remember, I tried to remember the good things, not the racism, but... <laughs> not the, not the bad things, but not the racism. <laughs> um, but... That was kind of like the things, like, everybody was also talking a lot about a costume store. Mm. And then for obvious reasons, I'm not going to say which store, but... Oh, sure. Um, <clears throat> but go on. There was this kind of cool store, though, that focused on Halloween decorations and costumes year-round. That's cool. Um, and then, unfortunately, that went out of business, along with a lot of other things, too. So Right. But that anyways. was pretty sad. But, so, yeah. That's how you know that town really is small or has just another town near it. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so the boyfriend... The, the, the son is is grounded and the boyfriend and the sister are having dinner with the parents. Again, she's grabbing his thigh under the table and he noticeably flinches, to which if I was a dad, I'd be like, yeah, they're, they're touching under the table, obviously. Go Jack Baker and freak the guy out. Yeah. Son, can I see you over here for a second in the dark? Yeah. Sure. I guess. So what's, uh... What's <laughs> Welcome to the family, son. No, no, see, I feel, I don't know, I feel like I would be, um, 
Daniel Sloss's new book, Everyone You Hate Is Going to Die, and Another Comforting Thoughts. Great book. I've been listening to the Audible version. Everybody you know is going to die. No, what comforting thoughts? Hate. Everybody you hate is going to die. And okay. Other comforting thoughts. Anyways, um, the title is way longer, but that's just the shorthand. Um, one of the things he says is, um, yeah, he had a female roommate for the longest, and anytime she got a new boyfriend, he would say to the new guy, um, if you ever hurt her, you'll have me to deal with. And I imagine it would be a similar situation with me and any guys who I say that to my female friends. Because he said when he would say that to um, his roommate's new boyfriends, that they would look at him like a puppy. Mm. Not much of a threat, and eventually they might have to put them down. (laughs) I know that's kind of dark, but man, it made me laugh. And I feel like that's how I would be if I ever said to, like one of my female friends' boyfriends that don't hurt her, you know? Yeah. You you know me. It's that protectiveness. Can I be intimidating if I try? He says in a high-pitched female voice. Probably more so than Ross. Yeah, that's fair. Ross, as in Ross and Rachel? Yeah, from Friends. Although that's really not that hard. (laughs) No. Well, he's just... Except David Schwimmer in real life. Now, that might be a different story. Yeah. Be a very how different can, How can you not story. be afraid of David Schwimmer? He pay, he played um, the Kardashian lawyer in uh, the O.J. Simpson trial <laughs> docu series. Dear God. Yep. <laughs> I don't. You heard you heard my opinion here first, guys. If O.J. hadn't killed his wife, the, no one would know who the Kardashians are. <laughs> I'm kidding. Kind of. I I don't. All right, moving on. <laughs> Anyways, so he um he ended up he ends up uh getting ready for the bowling tournament, getting the shirt on. Him and his son have a little talk because uh, he doesn't want him messing with firecrackers, which again another focal point for this movie and why they don't why we don't have a bigger body count is <laughs> because of this kid's firecrackers. Which I love when that inevitably happens. That the you'll shoot your eye out kid equivalent is actually the uh, one of the saving graces. And he was a kid who his childhood I could kind of relate to because he did the classic thing of he would buy black cat firecrackers and he would dismantle them and make his he would roll his own fire. He was like the kid in Super 8. Yeah, the annoying ass kid in Super 8. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of yeah, I remember him. Which Which is another... um, did we ever do that? No, we planned to do it with someone who no longer works with us, and we kind of forgot. Okay, yeah, which we'll put. It, we'll definitely. We'll, we'll do it, it eventually. Don't worry. If the fans want it, we'll do it. Uh, one of my, but one of my uh, most annoyed lines from that movie is a character breaks their arm, so one guy's gonna stay with them, and there's a heartfelt moment of I'm gonna stay with him to protect him because he's my best friend and all this stuff. And the firecracker kid says, when the other kid goes somewhere, the firecracker kid goes. I don't want to stay here with the girls. <laughs> like, what the hell are you talking about? He broke his arm, prick. <laughs> I don't want to stay with you either. Yeah, exactly. They, <laughs> they even yell at him to shut up. Like, well, and I guess that makes sense because we all have that friend in the group who's just an idiot. And it's like, you could stop talking anytime now. Any point in time, you can just shut up. 
But yeah, so he see the brother sees that um when the uh, sister and her new boyfriend leave, they just drive the car uh, past the barn and then they sneak into the barn to make fun times. Yeah, which is like, mm. yeah, we were both like, mm. and she was like, it's romantic, and he responded with, it's a barn, <laughs> which, yeah. I, I can't not, I can only think of that episode of uh, American Dad when I saw that every time I see a fucking bar now where it's like, off uh, scene is like, yeah, the donkey show though, <laughs> the donkey. but I wanted to be a part of it yeah, or something like that. And I'm like, and with that, let's move on. on. Yeah. Agreed. 100% agreed. Um, yeah. They they go into the barn to make fun times. He's very hesitant because he doesn't want to get caught and he also wants to like... You get the feeling that this guy kind of wants to make a good impression. Yeah, which kudos on him yeah. for thinking with his heart and, and his mind his, rather than and his, not his dick. Schlong, yeah, not his teen. So teen. children, we're gonna break it down. Yeah, really, what the what what the man was scared of is that he was in the countryside and the dad was gonna was chop gonna his dick him. off or shoot him shoot or him. shoot him or both. Yeah, we're not fussy about the semantics of it all. We don't. We don't want it, him him to even, have his dick on the dick. Because when his dad mentioned that he wished he, the daughter would come and watch him bowl, he even pointed as if he was about to say that sounds like fun or something, you know. And he complimented the mom's meal. He's trying to. It, you get the sense he wants it to be more long term than maybe the daughter does. Yeah, where it's just like, oh, you just want a bangy, bangy, bangy. Yeah. Where I, I want to. I would have thought it would have been. Bangy, bangy, bangy. I would have thought it would have been the other way around. Initially, right? Based on their like appearance right because i was like maybe i would think he was the asshole who would just want to bang where in, in actuality it's their daughter <laughs> which i which i kind of liked because Me it too. gave a sense of <clears throat> what i kind of liked was that um because of the fact also that it was billy zane it kind of felt right yeah because mm -hmm. billy zane has that kind of friendly approach even being bold mm-hmm He's, he, yeah, he seems like a cool dude. I want to see him play Lex Luthor. Yeah. Let's, let, let's see him play Lex Luthor. He could do it. Do, do you really think he could be better than... I'm not even going to say his name. <laughs> Mr. K.S.? <laughs> no, not Kevin Spacey. The other guy. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Two and a half men, yes. Wait, who are you thinking of? I'm not thinking of John Cryer. John Cryer is pretty good. I'm thinking of Eisenberg. Oh. Yeah. Do you really think Billy Zane could be better than Jesse Eisenberg? That's the joke I was making, though. Oh, okay, yeah, because I was going to be like, that's pretty low. Don't bar. say, oh, yeah, for a Moving on! So. Well, uh, I'm sorry. That that shows you how well, though, that I thought of him as Lex Luthor. The, the Freight <laughs> spaceship crashes, and they eat a cop. They eat the night shift cop. Nom, 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 nom. When he's trying to hit on the dispatcher, which who could blame him? It's Lynn Shay. Um, yes, we we did openly admit that Lynn Shay is attractive. That's right. Because she's a very attractive woman. She's mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So. Anyways. Continue. Yeah, they eat him, and then the bounty hunters land, and one of them chains, changes into the dead cop, but they start going the opposite direction, because... In this movie, it shows them slowly learning how to use a car. Like, at first, they're only driving it backwards. <laughs> I, I love like that. horror films where 
they have to learn to drive a car yeah, or do by, something random. By the end of this movie, the aliens, who don't even know what a car is, they're used to spaceships, um, eventually learn how to drive it normally. Yes, which, uh, for the later movies, gets pretty damn terrifying. Ugh. Can we, I just want to say, I just want to state for the record, Critters 4, bleh. Hey, hey, I have not seen it yet, but what I can say is they that do something? not even DiCaprio saved the third one, but that's kind of a low bar to clear. Um, gone. But what I will say is that Brad Dorf was in the fourth one. We can't forget that. They do something with a character in the fourth one, and you are going to call me at two in the damn morning to complain about it. And I know you will. Because it will make you that infuriated. Because like, you will not see the point in it at all. Like Leprechaun 4? Everything was in space then. Oh yeah, that's right. No, no. You, you. No, no. They do something involving a character who's been in all the movies. And they do something. And you're going to freaking hate it. I really hope that's not why one of the characters I'm thinking of has credits in all those movies and it wasn't just a Google mistake. You're going to find out. <laughs> in any case, um, they end up, uh, they drive through town and there's a lot of funny scenes that are happening in parallel with the main story on the house. Because the house is getting attacked. Um, the dad, like, all the power gets cut. Um... The dad gets attacked by a bunch of them in the basement. Which, props to the dad. He gets hurt a lot in this movie. And still gets back up. Yeah, he's... Well, and I feel like maybe the reason is he has the motivation of protecting his family. And that's giving him adrenaline. You know? Would you would you say that makes sense to, me, to you? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to not. And I, and I get it. Like, people will say, too. And I mean... Familial love will make you do cra some crazy, inhuman shit. Right, and I'm going to say this. You can't really use the excuse of saying, well... Technically. Yeah. Technically, because it's a movie. I'm yeah, sorry. Exactly. There's no... Well, sorry, not sorry, because there's no way. Exactly. Whereas Steve gets a hand bitten off, laughs due to shock, and then just gets eaten. Yeah, which was sad, because it's Billy Zane. Yeah, you would think... Well, he wasn't big yet, but I just see Billy Zane, and I think he has bigger roles. Well, just, just think of Jennifer Aniston. Right. Mean. In Leprechaun? Yes. Yeah, that was a thing. That was a thing that happened. Now, hers, I can understandably understand why she doesn't want to talk about that, which... Mm-hmm. Uh, we will probably do that movie if Nate is up to being subjected to that kind of torture. Because hey, I really did not think it was you, that bad. You don't understand my but logic for that movie. Sh okay? Shit. That was... <laughs> listen wow listen my want for that movie my want for, my want to hate those movies is vastly outweighed by my love for warwick davis the I... man was willow and raised me i love him okay dude i that movie is so... And I know we're getting a little off topic, but my God, when my family, the film buff family, said, wow, that was bad, I thought it was like... Even my dad said it was bad. I'm like, oh, they're just exaggerating. No, it's bad. And I bad. got the collection for like seven fifty on Blu-ray. 
Oh my fuck! How? How does it be that bad? How does it get that bad? You know what's How? A, you know what's genuinely, I think, a good movie, just based on the characters and how they're breaking down from that series? Leprechaun in the Hood. <laughs> I know it, sa- it sounds like a joke movie, and it is, but how they write those characters, it accidentally makes it really good. <laughs> it, uh, you know what? I'm not even going to complain, because I think that probably is the best. If you want an example of how men can act and should act in relationship with each other as familials, watch Leprechaun in the Hood. Because these are grown men who, like, are in gangs and all this stuff, and they are openly, confidently, with no hesitation, saying to their other male friends, I love you. It's very empowering. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, 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 I like... I'm pretty sure the later movies are probably better. Yeah. A Leprechaun in Space is not redeemable on any marks. Even the... With the lightsaber slash, especially the ah, with the lightsaber slash. That was the, that was almost as fake as uh, Sofia Coppola's acting in uh, Godfather Three. One guy's head literally gets pancaked. Ah, uh, that's right. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I've seen a couple of the scenes. Yeah, no. Like, um... <laughs> I'm good. F is for family, the waffler, though. Yeah, it's sincerely what happened. <laughs> or, or Mystery Men, the waffler. You remember Mystery Men? Or you haven't seen it yet, have I've you? I've not seen Mystery Men yet. Ah, oh, beautiful movie. I am the waffler. With my griddle of justice, I bash the enemy on the head, or I burn them like so. And then he proceeds to burn his face while smiling. And then he goes, I also have my truth syrup, which is low fat. By the way, do you guys have dental, maybe eye care? We'll figure it out. I, I really want to see a spinoff movie before we get back on topic here. Yeah. I'd love to see a spinoff movie of Cockknocker. <laughs> yeah. My favorite line from Mystery Men when they're recruiting <laughs> new heroes is a woman walks up to them wearing oven mitts with a P on her chest and a cape and goes, PMS Avenger, I only work once a month. Does anyone have a problem with that? And they're all like, no, 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 no. And she goes, whatever, and walks away. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> But, but it, you know somebody out there is going to be like, oh, you can't say that. No, it's offensive. Ah! Fun police here. Yeah, whatever. You like how <laughs> exaggerated I am because we know it's true. It's fair. You're not exaggerated at all. But in any case, um, they end... That's a horrible pun, Brynn. Sorry. They end up making... the They, they like board themselves up in the house after they get the daughter back. They have the smart idea of loading a gun, which, good job. Kaboom! <laughs> a shotgun, a double-barrel no- shotgun, no less. Yeah, bitch! And, um... That is a... Sorry, that is a common theme in these, like, country movies. Yeah. That was, like... Where it's, like, every time they get the... It, it's, like, okay, a pistol doesn't do much. Even a, a rocket launcher doesn't do much. But when we bring out the shotgun, hell yeah. Like, that was the Evil Dead's thing, too. Like, shotgun takes all. Exactly. Double barrel as well, just like Evil Dead. Oh, yes, the double barrel is specifically what I was referring to. Sorry, I should have specified that. Yeah, whenever they pull a double barrel, like, in a movie, that's, like, the ultimate, you're fucked weapon. Yeah. At least in the 80s. Well... And the movie Nobody, I saw Chris, uh, a clip in there where it was oh, like... Oh, yeah, Nobody. 
mm-hmm. and nobody saw her. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that was interesting. All right. In any case, um, yes, continue. They end up like just kind of locking themselves in the house. I, I can't remember when exactly they die, but I'm just gonna say a few of the critters' deaths that I enjoyed. The one that comically ate a um ate a firecracker and his face kind of expanded for a second and then he just fell down with a bunch of smoke. <laughs> yeah, that was entertaining. Um, when the two uh, when the two critters are talking to each other in their language and one goes his gun can't can't sh- his gun's out of bullets I think. Yeah, he can't shoot us. Pops out the door, shoots one and the one that's still left in their alien language just goes, Fuck! <laughs> I, I do love how the critters are very self-aware that when they do start getting their asses kicked, they know. Fuck! Like, they know it's over. And then we get a very... We we later on get a very ghoulies moment because they're running up the stairs trying to get everyone to safety because they start breaking into the house, shooting needles into the mom, and one gets set on fire and rolls himself into the toilet. And later on, he like pops his body out of the toilet and you see the claws, and it's very ghoulies. Oh my god! Except not ghoulies. That's not that's not ghoulies. Oh, that's Troll 2. That's right. Yes. Ghoulies is the one where the their hand is coming out of the toilet on the cover and a, and a comedian... Uh, we might have I to love. do that because those both, are, both of them are a max. A comedian I love who will remain nameless. Apparently his mother likes to tell the story that he was in a blockbuster looking at movies and he saw the cover for Ghoulies with a hand coming out of the toilet. <laughs> And you didn't shit in a toilet for like a year. <laughs> I wouldn't. Fuck that. That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> and someone asked him, where did you shit then? And he goes, I guess in the in the backyard or in a diaper or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so... They, yeah, that those are all great deaths. Um... Because the, the 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 critters get shot a lot in this movie, as they should. Yeah, it's just cheaper. It's just cheaper. But yeah. it, anytime I see their their furry bodies just rolling, I just kind of get a little happy because I remember practical effects in movies. You know. Well, it's just fun because it's like, oh, they're little fur balls, and then they open up and you see their teeth and red eyes, and you're like, and it's over. Yeah. And then um. So while all of this is happening, the two aliens are going around town asking for krites, as though any of these humans know what the heck a krite is. Um, Which, spoiler alert, they don't. Yeah, exactly, because they're humans. They don't know anything about aliens. But they go to a uh, night's, a church that's having a night service, um, and they end up, like, one of them changes into the priest... And they shoot a piano because they hear it make a sound. And then they go to the bowling alley where uh, they go to the bar and, like, fight some dudes. And uh, we have a great scene of the main one picking up a bowling ball and just throwing it. And he doesn't knock over the pins. The pins kind of um, shatter, almost. Yeah, which is uh, kind of a, like, a what-the-fuck-just-happened moment? Well, there's a great line from one of the patrons. I wonder who which team he's on. <laughs> I love the cheesy one-liners. Can I can I openly say to you that that's one of the best things that I love about 80s movies because mm-hmm. people are like, oh, it's so bad. And I'm like, 
you know, they clearly meant for that to be in there because they knew it was going to be a cheesy joke. Exactly. Exactly. Self-awareness, I think, is the word. Every movie has an amount of self-awareness that breaks the fourth wall in some way. You want a movie that's self-aware? Watch Commando. Yeah, I... (laughs) Yeah. Freaking love Commando, man. So, I mean, yeah, but I'm like... People don't seem to realize, like, that... It's meant. Yeah, it's on purpose. It's not like... So, I mean, the, granted, that you you could tell what 80s movies were, just didn't care, and mm-hmm. which ones weren't self-aware, or they were trying to be something they weren't. Exactly. You can tell. But, no, so, stuff like this, like, you knew, because they clearly knew that they were ripping off Gremlins. Mm-hmm. But, in any case, I just wanted to, I just wanted to point that out, because it, it is one of the things that really makes those movies so enjoyable. Yeah. yeah of course. But they end up, um... They... They, they end up, uh, after leaving the bar, driving, uh, because they hear a radio say go to the old, um, something place, right? Because they heard shots. Or something like that. I think that's why they're going there. Yeah, because, uh, I think it was the Bounty Hunters. I think so. Yeah. The Bounty Hunters are going that way, I think. They start going that way after they go to the bar. Yeah. Because they see... Um, Still have that Bowie cut. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> they see the, the son runs out to try and get help, and he gets in their car, and they show up at the house with their huge guns and just start obliterating these things, man. But one critter is huge now, so that's a new thing, that, problem they got to deal with. Right. And, uh... Eventually, Charlie... He ends up riding his bike to where they are and helping them because that's what because one of the aliens looks like Charlie now, so he was following him this whole time. And the big one kidnaps the sister. I'm guessing for a trip snack or something. Yeah, um, I. Sorry, I was just thinking too. Whenever I think of the the critters snacking on people. Yeah, with their little razor teeth. It yeah. also just gives me the vibes of remembering, um, what was it? Uh, sorry, I'm trying to think of it. The original, I did get up on sale, which made me sad, but the original, uh, 1978, uh, Piranha movie, which was also yeah. a ripoff of Jaws. Great movie. <laughs> um, for what it was, I'm actually surprised at how good it was. Right. Uh, but... <clears throat> that that particular movie, uh, they had little sounds for the piranhas every time they were eating people or attacking, and that's kind of what I think about with the gremlins every time I think about them. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I don't know, I just kind of was hoping to see more of that. <laughs> right, I agree. But there's also, like, these little prop things, if you guys want to get them. They do have, like, these props of... of, um... The, uh, the critters as well. I almost said gremlins. And they're only like 50 bucks. So. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Just no, they, random thoughts. They, um, they're shooting a bunch, of gr- a bunch of the critters. And then one grabs the daughter by the hair and drags her to their spaceship. He sneaks aboard. gets The, the brother sneaks aboard. Gets her out. Uh, and he, he's about to light his uh, big firecracker in it. But he ends up dropping it and they leave. So he ends up. Lighting a char- uh, rag 
that gets stuffed into Charlie's bottle of booze. You know, your your classic um, your classic Molotov cocktail situation. And he throws it, and it lands and blows up the whole ship. <laughs> yeah, which was like that was. I'm sure the okay. explosion combined with the alcohol helped. Yeah, I mean, I was like, well, okay, I'm not gonna. After everything I've seen. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, the. It's interesting because when the ship was in the air, it blew up the house. So there was a sense of, like, loss of hope. No one was in it. No one died. No, but it was like. Well, Sad the house was gone. All of our shit is now burnt and destroyed. And yeah, we have nothing left. Basically, what's going to happen is we're going to end up like, uh, we're going to end up like, um, The Incredibles. Exactly. But they end up, um, they, the, the bounty hunter gives him, like, this, this, the, the boy a little, like, thing, and he says, call us, but once they get to the house, it starts beeping, and it almost reverses time and rebuilds the house. Which I thought was really cool. The only flaw I found in this... Because that's the end of the movie. The only flaw I found in my head is the fact that when they're getting hired to... The bounty hunters are getting hired to kill the Krites. Um, they're told that they, in order to receive payment, they need proof that they killed them. What proof did they have exactly? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard because you, you realize that these Krites... Mm-hmm. If they're really that deadly, then why would you expect somebody to have them? Because clearly they would just destroy them. Exactly. You know. But yeah, that was Critters. Fun time. Popcorn movie. Enjoy with family. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> right. So, I mean... I, I thought it is what it is. I mean, like I said, it is like... it's. It, it, it's a ripoff of Gremlins, but it has heart and it embraces that as itself. Right. Which is, I think is a very important when a movie, whenever a movie does that. If a movie wants to stand out from being like other movies, you know, in a sense, even when they know the ripoffs, they have to acknowledge that they are what they are and just take accountability with that. Exactly. And take it with a grain of salt. And I think Critters did that really well. Is it by far the greatest movie? No. And I can't watch it as much as I can watch some other movies. Like I said, it's still 500 times better than Leprechaun, which breaks my heart because it's more like Davis. But, oh my god, still, <laughs> Leprechaun is so bad! Uh, but I can watch it because it's Warwick Davis, and that's, that's what makes me happy in Jennifer Aniston, but... Way to steal my reasoning. Anyway, um, um, <laughs> no, but uh, Critters is Critters is a pretty good movie, I think, for what it is. And then we also have Scott Grimes uh, in the sequel, and I'm sure we'll eventually do all the movies at some point, mm-hmm. um, even if it's just short reviews. But I figured this one would be kind of fun if we did, just because of the fact that we're kind of going with whatever. Um, we're kind of going with whatever for Halloween. Halloween. 
Which sounds mm-hmm. like we're phoning it in, and that's only because we are. No, I'm kidding. Um, we said, like like we said in the last episode, we should change the format, and it might cover a bit more ground, so that way we don't have to feel like we have to stick to one certain theme. I agree. And we can cover some of these older movies so it doesn't seem repetitive, and we can kind of be all over the place. So exactly. it is kind of, kind of a fun thing, and then eventually, who knows, we'll probably go back to what we originally wanted to do at some point if it gets better but until then we're gonna have fun just doing random ass episodes because honestly what else what's do you not fun from us? Yeah. well <laughs> i've said it multiple times and we haven't denied it Stop but raising your voice. i <laughs> we, we 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 are the uh half-assed podcast show that does movie reviews which first i've heard of it but all right which is always fun because you know where would the fun in not being a half-assed podcast show be right or some something like that but well anyway yeah if you guys want to check this out and i kind of don't know what to do for two i i can double check um yeah because critters two is kind of important for you to watch i think going in as well i, I should mention too that critters does have a tv show the new binge oh that's right and I don't know what went on with that. It was like a Shutter original, but I haven't seen it on Blu-ray or anything, which I don't know. But uh, we do have Charlie return back, uh, who was played by Don Keith Oper. Um, and then Terrence Mann does come back. And then uh, Scott Grimes also comes back for the sequel as well. So, and, the, and then it looks like you can actually, it only is available for rent, unfortunately, for like two ninety nine. But, I mean, if you guys love cheesy B-movies... Um, it's fun. Mm-hmm. So I'd say, I'd say it's worth it, but otherwise that is our little spiel review on the original Critters movie. Um, and then just be weary as you go. They become more <laughs> cortastic. Yeah. I think the third one, it's either the th- <sighs> third one is PG 13 as well for, okay. So it's all the, the, all the originals are PG 13 but it's the fifth one that's a hard R because of the amount of gore that they did because they did far more. Which I'm still surprised because I thought they were all R except maybe the first one. Right. Anyways. But. Anyway, that has been Critters. He has been Nathaniel Shoemaker. He's been Noah Sweeto. And this has been Film Nerds Hour. Thank you. Happy October, everybody. Bye-bye. Woo-hoo.